Hello. Hi. Welcome to the show. Uh, so today, we're going to talk to Lynn Faust. So Lynn runs Crystal Clear Wellness. And, uh, you know, I've been hearing a lot about Reiki lately. I didn't realize how long Reiki had been along for. Turns out it has nothing to do with rakes. I was waiting for you to roll your eyes, and now we can move on. That was a bad joke, and I apologize, but I had to make it because I'm a dad, and that was a dad joke. Uh, but, but Lynn's amazing, really. Uh, she does Reiki. Uh, she does, like, crystal healing. And, you know, all the words that I'm going to throw out here right now for what Lynn does will probably misrepresent what she does because I'm just starting to dive into it. I'm just starting to fully understand it. So, uh, And she's been helping me on this journey, on this path, and it's been wonderful meeting her, wonderful in the couple of weeks that I've, I've gotten to know her. And uh, just what she does and the power in what she does. So today we're going to strictly talk about, well, I shouldn't say strictly. We get into Reiki, we get into energy, we get into astrology, uh, and really Crystal Clear Wellness is all about being a one-stop shop for natural health remedies involving body, mind, and spirit balancing. You might think this is a bunch of woo-woo stuff. A lot of people out there might think that, and hopefully... I can help, along with Lynn, dispel a lot of that. So she offers homeopathic remedies, crystal therapy, and custom jewelry. And I, I think that a lot of what she does really is is amazing. And she's used it to not only improve other people's lives, but to improve her own life. And that's why I believe her. And that's why I'm following what she's doing, because she is authentic in, in what she talks about, because she uses it for her own personal life. So, ladies and gentlemen... I really hope you enjoyed this conversation with Lynn, and uh, I, I hope you enjoy this episode because I find it incredibly interesting. I want to thank the podcast sponsors before we get rolling, so shout out to The Clay Cup, at The Clay Cup on Facebook and Instagram. Trade Secrets, that's Secrets in Trade on Facebook, or Trade Secrets underscore skincare on Instagram. Juice, The Juice Bar, J-O-O-S, at The Juice Bar on Facebook and Instagram, and Sports Evolution. That's at Leading Athletes on Facebook and Instagram, sportsevolution.net. We'll shout out our sponsors more as we move into this episode, but right now I want to get things started with Lynn and say hello to her, and uh, yeah, welcome to the show, okay? This is Rob Z Radio. So, hello Lynn. Hi Rob, how are you? Good, how are you? Awesome. Couldn't be better. Wonderful to have you here today. Absolutely. So anybody, if anybody is watching on YouTube... This is Rob Z Radio, as you can see from the sign on the wall. Uh, podcast I host in Altoona, Pennsylvania, Central PA. Uh, we haven't done many YouTube lives, actually none. This is pretty much the first one. It's usually I'm on Facebook. Honored. Oh, awesome! What an honor, right? Hi, absolutely. <laughs> so today we have Lynn Faust. Am I saying your last name right? Correct. Okay, and uh, you run Crystal Clear Wellness. Yes. And I'm going to let you talk about what you do, because I will butcher it all up. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to find a label for myself, that's the hardest part. I'm actually an ND that works here out of, um, in Hollidaysburg, Pennsylvania. And I try to coach people into better habits, better living habits, better eating habits, all that fun stuff. That's the nutritional side of things. But mm -hmm. the more esoteric and fun side of things, I am a, a psychic medium who... I read. I read people constantly. That's what my preference was, isn't to trying to hear, see if we get any downloads today. But I am absolutely love what I do. I can't even categorize it, really. I mean, I'm a Reiki master of 20 years. I'm basically an energy guru. I absolutely feel everything out. I absorb everything around me. 
I've learned really easily how to buffer energies because working in the prison system for close to 12 years will do that to a person. <laughs> I was going to say, so this is kind of the, the crazy part of your story is yes. that um, this is something you've had, you've been tapped into since you were a little kid, obviously. Very you little. You were born with it. Yes. But your life did not always involve this as you're living. No, absolutely not. Not until just the last like four years. I mean, I really started tapping into what it is. And I actually went back to school because I was so... I was so worried about people giving me a, the stigma of, oh, so where did you go to school? What's your title? What's your alphabet soup is like we like to call it. So I went back to school just for that. And I would not even do what I was doing, let alone charge any service fees for doing what I was doing. Mm -hmm. So I did it for free. For what reason? Uh, just well, to prove that it was authentic? Yes. So if you charged for it, you could be a, a fraud and be doing yes. it to make money. And that was a big worry for me because there are yeah. so many people out there. Well, that's I had. Uh, we were just talking about Patty Wilson. I had on here a couple episodes ago, and she's you know she can speak to dead people. It's it's wild. It's uh, check out that podcast. But that's what, she still doesn't take money. She still does it all pro bono. And she said the reason was because she wanted. It seems more authentic if you're absolutely doing it out of the kindness of your heart. And and for her to be that tuned in, I mean, I'm I've had this gift since I was little, but to really. I don't draw upon them. They come to me. So it's kind of hard to just sit down and say, hey, Rob, by the way, did you have so-and-so? No, I will get a download in my ear. So that's why I can't quite charge anybody for that service. Yeah. Because if I do and nothing comes through, I feel horrible. Right. So I don't promote that service. But if I'm doing a card reading and something comes through, you're going to know. <laughs> I'll be the first to say, by the way, did you? And that's typically where it stems off. And I still don't charge for that service. I just can't. Right, because it just wouldn't feel like the right thing to do. No, it wouldn't. Um, the, the part that I found fascinating when I first met you last, was it last week we first met or two weeks ago? Two weeks. It was on my birthday. On your birthday. That's right. Happy birthday. That's right. What a special gift you got. I did. <laughs> uh, was that you were working in the prison system as a, were you a guard? I was a corrections officer, yes. How and why? Because <laughs> like, I, I can't imagine the energy that you get oh, from uh, prisoners. Yes. And it, it didn't start here in Pennsylvania either. Okay. Um, real quick, back, I was in Montana. I was with my ex-husband hmm. and we had been married, I think it was close to six or seven years when I started there. And it was at the Montana State Correctional Penitentiary. And I worked in the maximum security unit as a female. Wow. And it was all males. And it was a very interesting, and no offense to Pennsylvania or anybody out there, but it was a real prison. I'm just going to say it like that because... A real prison. Well, yeah, it was, prison. it was a lockdown type, type of prison. Uh, okay. I mean, we had people buying beds from... So the worst of the worst in different states, they didn't want to house them. So they would buy a bed in Montana and send that inmate there. Oh, geez. So if you've okay. never heard of people like... Well, Nathaniel Barjona was one of them. He's actually deceased now. But, yeah... It, Google that one. That's all I'm going to like say. Like the, the kind of prison shows you'd see on Locked you Up. You did see that. that you like... did see that on, that stuff on Locked Up. I was okay. actually involved in a few different mini riots that we had out there. Oh, and geez. Yeah, it was interesting. It's fun. How did that, why did that, inspire, <clears throat> how did that attract you? It didn't attract me, to be quite honest with you. The I money? Mean, the money was the big thing in yeah. medical. My ex-husband, um, husband at the time, he was um, running the boot camp program out there. So yeah. it was kind of, whoops, up the hill from us. And he was like, you know what? I can get us benefits. And I was like, no, I can do this for myself. 
And so I, you know, stepped up. So you put the SWAT gear on, Mind the you, gear. <laughs> after selling eight years of adult novelty items, <laughs> I left that job <laughs> and went to work at the prison. And the plot thickens. And <laughs> <laughs> so as I'm at the prison, I mean, it was it was very interesting. And plus, I knew always knew I had a, a need for helping people. Yeah. Hence the reason for the job prior, because women, all out, they all need help right. in that aspect. So going to the prison, I was there to help there as well, because I was providing safety and security for our people in community and the inmates in the jail. Yeah. So. Jeez. Uh, so working in the prison system um, <laughs> as a woman in a maximum security, there's probably not many women in there, oh, are no. there? No, there was actually there was quite a few considering that there was never very many in there. So there was I had probably five or six really close female friends that I worked with there. Oh, OK. So like sisters. I mean, yeah. truthfully, you have to be that close and tight with people because otherwise you never know if they're going to have your back. Yeah. But yeah, in, in bad situations, mm-hmm. right? I, my my night shift, I worked with a female who was five months pregnant. Oh, my, one of my last days there, we ended up dealing with a death, and yeah, it was very interesting to say the least. So, man, now as far as like what you do now, did the pr- working in the prison system help with that? Like, did it help? Did you tap into? It did because I had to learn how to shut it off. I see auras as well, so mm-hmm. I can look at people and I can see colors around them <laughs> everywhere. And You're saying so, you talk with your hands. So yes, I sense. do. I talk with my hands a lot. But, so the colors I see on people on the streets, for the most part, are normal colors. But when you get inside those prison systems and you see these these murderers, these child rapists, these everything that are in there, yeah. and you just kind of go, oh, my gosh, because I didn't have to know what they were in there for. I yeah. knew what they were in there for by yeah. looking at their colors. And so I had wow. to learn how to shut that down. So, yeah, it helped me really fine-tune a lot of that. So when you say auras, uh, what does an average person's aura look like? What, what color is it? Any color of the rainbow, basically. Okay. But how it's projected on the body, like how close it is to the body, that's typically to me tells me that they're in repair. So they could be uh, very sick. If it's closer, mm-hmm. the more in repair you are. Yes, because the energy has to hold tight to the body. Okay. So, so you don't see auras with everybody? Not, just with... not always, no. And but I, I will see color. I won't see broadened. If I have to, st- I don't purposely tr- trust me. I'm not going to walk down the street and everyone You're be like purple, everybody. green, yellow, right. blue. <laughs> no, it's too much work for me. But I mean, just sitting here with you. I mean, you're against a white wall, super easy. I don't even have to guess your color. It just pops right through to me. What's you're, my color? I want to know. You're orange. Oh. It's a very creative type, believe it or not. Oh, okay. And that does match your stuff, too. So this is amazing. So you did a full readout of me, by the way, in case yes. everybody's wondering. She knows who I am inside and out. <laughs> Every dark even know corner me. there is. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever you would be in the prison, you saw somebody, what was it like a dark or like black? There were or? two. At the, I actually left Montana whenever I divorced my ex-husband, and I packed my kids up we traveled the whole way across back to Pennsylvania where I grew up from in the area and I got hired on at Rockview and um it's which is in Huntington it is it's in State College oh State College yes State College well Belfont to be quite exact but it and I don't want to down talk anything but it was definitely a college campus compared to what I had come from oh okay so and when I say that, I mean literally, like the inmates were out walking the streets or out walking the, I can't say streets, the blocks. Yeah. And they were very free range. And so getting in in Montana, they were always behind locked doors unless we were showering them or taking and doing other things with them, like to med call and whatnot. But this here, I was shoulder to shoulder with these inmates. Mm. 
even tighter tuning and learning how to turn my empathy and my stuff down quite quite a bit but there were two inmates i seen out there that i could never shut their colors off really one was i mean i i say this and it's still to my to this very day makes my stomach just twist and he was so dark and so uh, just putrid in color it was i can't even put a, a label to it and auras normally are just light and fluffy his was murky and cloudy like and he was in for multiple murders he was all of four foot 11 inches tall Wow, really? One one of the scariest beings I've ever been around. This was in state. Ro- he's still that's at That's in Rocky. state college mm-hmm. or Belfont. Yep. Boy, that's crazy. So when you left, did it like since you were bottling up your uh, your your powers, Dude. I guess, did they like explode whenever well, you left there? You didn't actually, have to... what happened is I got super, super sick. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah, so you told me I about I did. This. I was down and out forever, it felt like. But it was two and a half, three years I was couch, quote unquote, couch ridden, but bedridden. And this was like over a decade ago at this point. This, it was a 2010, 11, and 12. Oh, wow. Okay. So uh, it was insane. It was just miserable for me. And I, I've learned a lot, but I also learned by turning off my senses, turning off my gifts, at the extent in which they were heightened, it poisoned me to the deepest, darkest pits of my soul. Damn. And I swear to you to this day, losing my grandmother in that same time frame when this all happened, mm-hmm. you know, it was just one of those big booms and my whole world crumbled. The foundation beneath my house was gone. Mm-hmm. And so I had to rebuild. And by rebuilding, also helped fine tune more of those gifts. In that uh, state when you were really deep and dark into that did you know like in, in, in your like soul that you were going to bounce back and do what you're doing now or was it kind of like this is the end I um, it was a lot of talking to myself I'll tell you <laughs> yeah. to try and convince yourself you can do yeah because when I say deepest don't. darkest pits of my soul I was poisoned it was for real because at that spot and I, everybody's different but I've been um not depressed at that point before but uh it's hard for anybody to pull you out you almost have to absolutely something has to sw- a switch has to kick and, on and all your dear friends they are like well we tried so they walk and they turn yeah and i can't say everybody turned on me because they didn't i i would i wouldn't be able to have the energy to deal with someone like i was at that point today as yeah. is do you consider that turning on somebody or if you if you put enough if you put the work in i guess and you're like well, if, I, if I've, I've done absolutely. all of this and i can't what what more can i do i can't exactly. let it ruin my life no, exactly. And that's and it, turning on someone is a is a harsh word for me to say, but that's what it felt like to me. Yeah. But I know now looking back and reflecting that they were preserving themselves. Yeah. Yeah, saving themselves because you were going to pull Absolutely. them down with them. Yeah. Uh that's 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 intense. And uh through that experience that's what spawned all of this. What oh you're my doing goodness, now. Yes. I tell you, you said whether or not you'd be able to bounce back yourself. If it wouldn't have been for one lady in town who literally came in my house and looked at me and said, she said, get off your and get moving. Yeah. And she says, I don't care what it takes. And I just kind of looked at her and I said, I can't. And she goes, you can and you will. And that's Tracy Stroop. I mean, she is also a naturopath I studied, I worked with in Tyrone before I opened my own shop. So somebody did actually come in. She did. And if it wouldn't have been for her, I can't say I wouldn't have done it. But she showing that dedication and that just simple. She made me an exercise plan to get my body moving so I could start detoxing because we can't detox ourselves without movement. Yeah. And so when she came in and did that, I mean, it was like, wow, she started a, oh, it was a fire under my butt. I'll tell you, I was at, from that point on, it took probably about three weeks doing this little protocol she had. And I was so embarrassed to do it because 
Mind you, I was a kickboxer for close to six years in Montana. Okay. That's <laughs> another part of the story. And um, Was this why you were with the uh, the adult yes, products? Yes, okay. absolutely. And the whole reason, that's a reason why I started that. It was a whole other story in itself. But my ex-husband and I we had a very physical um, relationship. When I say that, he was hands-on. Yeah. And so I took up kickboxing to hide the bruises. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say you took up kickboxing to defend yourself. That but- too. So it got to the point where it wasn't just him. It was the two of us. It was toxic. Boy. So, yeah. <laughs> so you're sparring like in the living room. As the kids are upstairs sleeping oh, and my geez. oldest son protecting his little brother with earphones so he couldn't hear what was going on. It was mm-hmm. insane. It was a very toxic environment. But we all learn and we all move forward. And this mm-hmm. is just part of that story. But, um, yeah, we we definitely like the kick kickboxing side of it was one of my favorite agendas i should say but do you still practice kickboxing <laughs> i'm lucky to lift my no i'm just teasing <laughs> no i didn't i haven't kickboxed in a while why I, not well to be quite honest with you it took it took a killing on my body yeah. i i went from i was doing really well in butte montana and when we left and then moved to montana i mean moved to pennsylvania and then i got sick the body just deteriorated. So all the muscle structure, the the muscle memory, all that stuff. I probably could, but you'd bounce back for sure. If you oh. were in it for six years. Oh yeah. And you and you went back and, and, and started up again, I'm sure you'd yeah. come back pretty quick. <laughs> that's pretty cool. I, I, that's another that's another interesting you've had a pretty interesting life. Oh, the, good the Lord. Things you've worked <laughs> places you've worked and the things you've been involved mm-hmm. with. Like um the the kickboxing part, how does that and let me ask you, because I take jujitsu and um I've been noticing that there's definitely some parallels between because I'm, I'm I, I hate using the word spiritual because it sounds so like corny and can mean so many huh. millions of different things. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's a blanket term that uh, people just kind of throw around, right? Uh, yeah, sometimes it is. You know what I mean? Some, I do. Well, actually, some people do. But I've noticed with jujitsu, like there's a, that connection to humans. Oh. We don't have a connection to humans. Like we don't ever touch each other. So and when you said you were a hugger, I was like, well, of course you are. Yep. That's like your your, I am your a hugger. industry. It makes sense. Um, but jujitsu has taught me that a lot. It's just like the stress relief of being in difficult situations. Number one, to be in a situation like where I know like the person's not trying to kill me, but I'm in a very uncomfortable spot where they could like choke me out or whatever. And just being in close contact with another human, and not skin in a, on and, skin contact, and not in a sexual way. So you know, no. usually the only time we're ever in contact with somebody is in a sexual way. Uh, so like. Just just getting past those barriers of like I guess your auras, right? You're mm-hmm. you're mixing auras you're, together. Totally are, especially different chakras of the body touching. I mean it's yeah. yeah. It's a it's a spiritual connection it's intense. in a sense. Yes. And that's how they've used martial arts throughout the years. It's been like mm-hmm. half of it's been spiritual. It's spiritually and based. it's and it's a lot of it was maintaining and collectively keeping the ego in check. Yeah. That's a big thing that a lot of people so did you did you get a lot of that from kickboxing absolutely did and i mean depending on who it is you study under i mean you get different um i don't want to say policies but you know disciplines for lack of better terms but yeah absolutely because everyone every every different martial art has pretty much the collective same but Mm. there are specific fine-tuning that's done between i absolutely loved it i did very cool i want to see you get back into it (laughs) <laughs> I'll go spar with you. That's, that's cool that you yeah, were doing that. I um, thoroughly enjoyed it. This is one of the big questions I want to ask because I, I find I, I want to hear what your answer is to it because a lot of people would say what you do is BS. It's not real. Oh. It's it's that's a bunch of you know la di da. 
um, hocus pocus, hocus pocus, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, magical, I hear that a lot. Yes, whatever. So, so what do you say to that when somebody says it's a bunch of woo woo stuff that doesn't make any sense and you're just making all of this up? Um, how do you? My first that? response is, you came to me, <laughs> and that's if it's that much of a bunch of you know. Ta da da, whatever. You oh, so somebody call. will come to you. It, a lot of people will come right. in the store and be like, "What is this about?" Because I have crystals everywhere. Well, how do they? And I'm like, <laughs> "Well, you came in here, so you obviously were drawn in here for a reason." Yeah. And you know, I, when people don't believe, and you're down like an alleyway too. It's not yeah, like you're a like, storefront. <laughs> It's like awesome. It's gotta... like walking down Harry Potter's Diagon Alley. Right. You know, you get to the door, you knock, and it opens. No, you don't have to knock. You can just walk in. <laughs> but literally, right behind Juice, you know, that. but that that alleyway, in a sense, is like a spiritual awakening as you're walking <laughs> down there as is. We tried to talk about painting it, but they are historic buildings. They won't hear anything oh, of yeah, it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, all of the Hollisburg buildings. Yeah. But, um, no, when people come to me and they say that, I just literally, a part of me wants to get angry. Mm-hmm. And back in the time, I would have. But I've helped so many people find what it is that they need in the world today. It doesn't mean that it was, you know, this, that, or the other. I've helped them find that. So to me, I know what I do works. Yeah. Reiki, oh my gosh, it's amazing. You've had the chance to experience for the, with me for the first time. The, I can honestly say it's it's a personal experience for each and every individual person. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why it's so hard to actually say what it did. Or mm-hmm. to to even just to put the words together to say, well, it made me feel this way and this way. Like you can't put it into words. No. It's impossible. No, you have to experience it for yourself. Yeah. And each practitioner is different. So you got to experience what it is I do. I mean, I'm not your absolute typical Reiki practitioner. A lot of the times if I feel that you have a blockage and I don't feel that my you know, the energies are working at 100%, we're going to amplify that with a crystal and we're going to put it on there. Mm. Or let's say sage. We help clear and cleanse the aura. If you've never been in, I will do that with almost every person on their first time because it's just easier to make and work through the muck than it is to work through a force field of gunk is a better way of putting it. Yeah. And to be honest with the... Um, how do I explain it? Not just a Reiki. I mean, you also have the tarot and the, the different card readings that I do. People are like, oh, you could read that for anybody. You're absolutely right. I could. I could use this interpretation for everybody. But I'm not telling you this is sky. This is perfect and it's sky clad. Everything's, you know, right barren in the open. Yeah. This is what my interpretation is for you. So every reader has a different perspective. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, I've, I have many people that I've worked with in the past, just recent, when I say in the past, but in the real recent past, helping them understand cards. And um, it's amazing. It's every person is individual. So I would never, I would never get angry nowadays. I, but I will say that if you don't believe it, that's fine. Give me a chance. I'll show you. And We'll see where you feel after that. Yeah. Because, I mean, you have so many people who, I shouldn't say so many, because I don't know who's telling the truth and who's not, but there's many people out there, which we were talking about before we started, that just maybe they fake it or maybe they think that they believe. Maybe they they think that they have those powers and they actually don't. Um, How do you know, I guess, like, what, what? how would you be able to figure out, like, somebody else who's doing uh, psychic readings or who does Reiki or whatever it might be, um, is there, like, a certain code of honor that, that you guys all There's have together? There's absolutely a code of honor, especially with Reiki. Okay. I mean, you just can't 
I mean, there, there's a steady way of being um, attuned. Okay. So it's typically two years in each phase. And so two years in phase one, two years, or two to be phase trained. one phase, yes, for training. Okay. So the longer that you've had your training, I would like to say you would be more in tune, but that's not always necessarily the case. There are some people that out there right now that are getting attuned in six months to master's. To me, that's absurd. Mm-hmm. And the reason being is it takes a hell of a long time to get take to, to absorb these energies one phase two level two when you're in level two reiki training you open like an onion and it is it's ugly mm-hmm. <laughs> the things that you find and it's beautiful at times too but those layers you peel mm-hmm. there's lots of tears shed there's lots of energies shared there's there's so much training that goes involved in that and so six months you're just not going to get it done in. well that's just anything in life in general i mean it's, it's at least 18 months so you're fully accustomed and like pretty fluid with something. Absolutely. So to be a master in a year is ridiculous. It's a that's little a, bit. It's a little absurd. much. Unless you're like a, a Zen master or something like that, right? I mean, <laughs> something that ascended from the clouds. Yeah, there might be somebody <laughs> yeah. out there who can and, realistically do that. And but. I won't take that away from anyone because I mean, everybody is spiritually gifted in a certain way, and not everyone's the same. So I can't say that these people that are six months in. That they aren't good mm-hmm. because I, I don't know that. I would never poo-poo someone is my favorite word yeah. for that very reason. But I will honestly say that when people come in and they they get on my table, I mean, you, you feel it. There's something there and you cannot deny that energy that comes through. Mm-hmm. Might not be super intense the first time you're on, but it does come through with times. I had a lady, and I won't drop names, but who was completely just, yeah, whatever. Okay. And I said... You know, Tracy and I both both worked with her as a patient or a client, I should say. So if she's saying whatever, why was she there in the first place? Thank you. There was a part of her that was curious and wanting a healing of some sort. Well, I don't do the healing. The energy from above, that's what does the healing. I am just the antenna. So I personally do not fix you. The one above does. That's all I can say. So when she was saying, I just need help and I need this and I need, just give me a chance. And so Tracy talked her into it, and she actually came to see me for the first time about four or five months ago. She got off the table, and she's like, mm-hmm, I'm not so sure about that. I'm like, that's fine. She went home, and <laughs> biggest thing is, is her and her husband were having issues with her wanting to be active, active sexually. And oh, okay. she was like, um, when can I get back in for that Reiki thing? I was like, why are you asking? I have no problems getting you in. I get you in on Tuesday. She's like, <laughs> I want to come every day, every day of my life for the rest of my life. I was like, why? And she says, you fixed me. I was like, I didn't fix you, dear. You know, the energies just needed balanced. Sure enough, she's in there every single Tuesday or Thursday, depending, at three times a month easy. That's awesome. Because she she witnessed how it helped her. Yeah. And I'm telling you what, it's incredible. <laughs> now, I can't say that happens for everybody, but yeah, I mean that a, in itself. A testimonial for yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. And she's actually, I think, on my webpage, she did a testimonial too. Oh, okay. So, well, I, I've noticed. So, you were saying, like, going through the process, it, you know, it's opening you up, and that can that doesn't necessarily mean all good things are going to come out, right? Absolutely. So, I've been meditating for um, it's been three years now, and that's when I first got into it. I was like, oh, this is going to make me. Oh, like, what's going to make me a better person? Was that what I kept thinking? Like, mm-hmm. oh, meditation is going to make me a better person. But then the further I got into it, I realized it's not necessarily going to make you a better person. It's just going to expose you to who you are. Yes. And then you can make the decisions whether you want to go the right way <laughs> yes. or go the wrong way. <laughs> exactly. But it shows you who you are, and you're like, oh. 
those onion layers. Think. Yeah, when you peel those onion layers back and you're like, oh, crap. I thought I was going to be like, this is all going to be sunflower or sunshine and rainbows and yeah. unicorns. And it's like, oh, <laughs> here comes a bunch the thunderstorm. Of, there's a bunch of dark <laughs> stuff in there. So uh, maybe not even dark stuff, but just um, you. you uh, not so pretty. Yeah, we're not self-aware enough. No. You don't realize how Absolutely. you actually are. And that was one of the things that helped me out a lot. So is that what Reiki kind of did going through the, the program? Like Gave her a mirror. Just showed you. Gave, and gave for everybody. You my, oh, my gosh. Yeah. That in itself was an eye-opening experience for me because I think as we've talked before the show here, my grandmother was my biggest, I can't say my biggest reason, but she always told me, she says, you're going to help so many people. You're going to do this. You're going to need to do this. And then my son got sick and I, you know, my, my oldest son when he was little. And then I ran into the most amazing woman I've ever met in my life, Caroline Kennedy Ray, Sunshine, Sunshine Ray, I should say, out in Washington State. Um, whenever we were in the military, we were stationed up in Remerton, and I now, ran into her. What were you in her. the military for? I was actually in the military myself. What were I you? Was, I was a diesel mechanic. Wow. Okay. <laughs> for what form in the military? I was in Navy. Oh, cool. Yes, and my ex-husband. Is that know, like out of high school? You got right in? out of high school. Okay. That's a whole other story in itself, there, Rob. But <laughs> <laughs> my ex-husband at the time, my husband um, took and. He was deployed and I had no, I didn't know the hospitals, didn't know anything. And my son got a really, really, really high fever and I didn't know what to do. And she says, let me show you. And she came and she did Reiki on him and took his fever down from 104 to like 100.1 in less than 25 minutes. Wow. And two of the things was that she did the Reiki and then she did the, the pulse points on the pinkies. When you hold two pinkies, it actually helps calm the heart, soothes the soul, the whole nine. And hmm. she, I was like, I have to learn how to do that. And so it was at that point, she was like, this is what we need to do. My son's 24. And so that's why I'm like, I was about 20 years because he was about four years old when this happened. Mm-hmm. And it was that same weekend I conceived my baby, my youngest one. So it was so weird how like all of this stuff just synced, it synced easily. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, that's how I got started in Reiki was because of my son being sick. That's fascinating. She came in and did that and yeah. you were like, well, I've got to get involved. So I was there for four so years. So you started training Reiki at that, at that point? At that point in time. And it, mind you, I just met her. We had just moved in to this, um, this condominium complex that was there and literally met her that weekend. What were you thinking when she came in to do it? Were you like, oh, this is kind of weird? Uh, well, I was kind of into that woo-woo stuff anyway, as okay. we call. Now back then, 20 years ago, like... Uh, it seems like Reiki all of a sudden is like everywhere. It's Everybody's everywhere. talking about it. 20, I, I did not hear, I didn't even know what the word was until maybe a year ago. Mm-hmm. So back then it was probably like. It's very n- taboo. Yeah, nobody knew what it was but or it, very underground. She was also a feng shui master as well. Oh, okay. So she, literally our apartments were kind of kitty corner. Like she was up top. There I go, hitting the mic again. <laughs> she was up top, I was in the bottom yeah. on the other side. So we crossed paths and she said hi. I said hi. We had tea. My favorite thing on the planet is to have tea. tea. Absolutely. So she did her own clippings in the back and she was blending and she's like, I know how to read read tea leaves. I was like, wow, my grandma did too. So it was just weird connections, you know? And then poof, she's like, I can train you. I'm a master. And she worked for, um, when she was working, she was actually not working at the time. She was a professor at Owashu University and she taught physics. So just all of that crazy That's stuff. Yeah. So, so she was able to teach her who does Reiki. She's probably pretty good. She was amazing. Yeah. yeah. She just recently passed about a year and a half ago, which was kind of sad for me because I didn't get to see her. But very dear, dear, dear friend of mine, like deepest, darkest part of my soul. She is the light. I mean, that's what helped reignite everything. So did you say she read tea leaves? 
Yeah. What do you mean, read tea leaves? <laughs> my grandmother taught me how to read. Well, she showed me my tea leaf readings ever since I was two years old and up. It's funny because my aunts were just in the shop the other day. I got to tell you this really quick, funny story. Yeah. And everyone, you know, there was two people in there, two younger um, people that don't believe in a lot of things like that. And it was funny, but they're in my shop, mind you. And well, you have essential oils. And I have stuff, oils right? and crystals, I, and I feel like essential oils are a good bridge. Yes, to get people interested. Yes, right. And I have teas in there too, like custom blend teas that I make. Oh, okay. So for meditation and Zen reasons, it, it's amazing. But my aunts came in to visit because my aunt was coming in for essential oil, and she starts talking about. Do you remember when Grandma's reading our tea leaves and da, da, And these two kids looked up like, "You aren't kidding." Your grandmother did. I'm like, I wasn't lying. This is true. But both of my aunts were, we were sitting there just sharing story. It was hysterical because people are looking at us like, are you serious? <laughs> so tea leaves. I mean, if you've ever watched the Harry Potter shows, uh, Professor Tremblay, I think her name was, she does tea leaf readings as well. Basically, you drink your cup of tea with your loose herbs. You pull your bag out and you sip on that until you get to the end where there's a little bit of fluid and a lot of leaves. And then you turn it upside down on your saucer. And it lays in depictive ways. I've not mastered it. I'm not going to lie. Mm. It's very intriguing. But it's like a fortune-telling thing from gypsies way past. It's very interesting. So what do you think's going on with that? Like what? What? Because if somebody would just, like you just told me that, and I'm thinking like, what? You flip it upside down, and then you read it. The way like, the tea leaves. crazy. Okay, well, here. This here. See this pattern chart that we've, you yeah. know. We've, I'll show the camera, too, so yeah, they this have here. an idea. Like Astrological an, readings, yeah. the birth charts, basically. So see how we have all the different pie ch parts on here? So yeah. you would flip that up. Like most tea, um, I should have clarified this, most of the tea plates that are flipped on have some sort of design of this sort, which depicts the different houses, the different oh, okay. symbol, the, the symbolism. So they'd have a different sign in each one of the charts. Okay. So it'd give you a little bit more to go with. Mm, right. Some of them get really in detail, but... My grandmother's was just a regular teacup saucer. So, <laughs> but it's interesting because when they dump it, I mean, it's the same with the, the card readings. I mean, like to me, a two of cups, that's my absolute ultimate favorite card, but it is unconditional love. And I know that is a lesson I was put on this earth to, to learn this time. So my two of cups, um, for me, very symbolic for that. For some other someone someone else, it could be a love between two people. I mean, so there's different ways people interpret different things. So the tea leaf dumping, people learn to interpret this means this, this means that, this means the other. Yeah. So everything's different for everybody. Uh, when you said this time, uh, do you reincarnation? Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Like you came yes. back this time to yes. for unconditional love. Absolutely. We signed a contract with the divine God Himself before we come down. So we're doing this over and over again until you learn your lessons. Okay. How do you know? Okay, so how would you know that you learned your? I guess you would find out after you died if you learned your lessons yes. or not. Well, and then truthfully, for me, it took um, my ex-business partner kind of bailing on me in a really sour way, and instead of me going to the dark side and mm -hmm. getting, you know, evil and catty. Yes, I decided, you know what? She needed it more than me, and mm -hmm. I just kind of threw it up to the ethers, threw it to the heavens, said, "Karma will take care of it." Yeah. And the funny thing is, Karma took care of it. Karma really took <laughs> care of it. I can't laugh. Stop. But yeah, she called me on my son's birthday, which was three days after this happened, where she walked out with stuff. Yeah, oh, and it was happening to her, and not because of anything I said or did. It's just it's karmic ways of working. If 
we treat others the way we want to be treated, that's just, that's a rule of thumb. Yeah. Because it's not one of the Ten Commandments. Treat others as you wish to be. No, I'm not, I'm not playing with that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm nice to you. Right. Not expecting you to be nice back to me, but I know that the universe will take care of me. Yeah. Fascinating conversation, but I want to dive into the sponsors real fast uh, just to give them some love because a lot of the sponsors I have on this podcast tie into what we're talking about today, healing your body like juice, J-O-O-S, 517 Allegheny Street in Hollidaysburg. So juice is cold-pressed juice and smoothies, smoothie bowls, bone broth, uh, hot soups, raw vegan baked goods, and actually... The funny part is that Crystal Clear Wellness is in the same building right behind Juice in Hollidaysburg. Uh, Trade Secrets, also a place to really help you uh, use the right ingredients to, to heal your body. So Trade Secrets located 1223 13th Avenue in Altoona, Pennsylvania. Natural Body Care line of products, all researched, all developed in-house by Steph and Andy who run the business. Uh, sugar scrubs, bath bars, all natural deodorants, bath bombs, wax candles, wax melts, lip balms, body b- lotions, whipped body butters. Yeah, that's trade secrets. The Clay Cup, my girl Sarah and uh, her whole crew at the Clay Cup in Altoona, 1304 11th Avenue. So the Clay Cup is all about coffee, about tea, and creativity. You can get great drinks, great food, meet great friends, make great friends, but also create pottery, pottery painting, watercolor classes, all that at the Clay Cup. And my man, Alan, who runs Sports Evolution, 2900 Plank Road in Altoona, Pennsylvania, sportsevolution.net. That's where I train in Gracie Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I've got some stripes on my white belt. Don't be hating. He's a purple belt in Jiu-Jitsu. Certified CrossFit Levels 1 and 2, Certified Strength and Conditioning Specialist, Certified Personal Trainer. He'll fix your body. He helped to fix my body, helped to fix my back, and I keep working with him. And I'm getting my four-year-old son, Max, who you may have heard on a previous podcast, to get in there to work with Alan in some youth martial arts. Sports Evolution, at Leading Athletes on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, Let's get back to the show right now, shall we? Yes, we shall. So that's something we were talking about also before we started is... uh, and I had Patty Wilson here, and one of her things we were talking about was she's very connected with God, and and she, uh, one of the major issues, I don't think one of the major issues she had, but I guess when it comes to that world and comes to your world, is a lot of people who are religious, whether it's Christian or Catholic or I don't know whatever whatever religion Buddhist, it might be, Judaism, Buddhist, whatever, yeah, yeah, they look at you like you're summoning some sort of evil spirits or something like that. Something that you're separated from that world that they're in, but. You you're connected, right? You I mean, you'd have to be am. to do what you do. Absolutely, am. There's no how, doubt in my mind. How do you know what you're connected to? I guess would be the question. Honestly, I trust enough with the God Source energies that we have. I say this because I have, I deal with so many different clients. So pardon my breakage of wording there, but I, me, I deal with the direct source. I mean, Him Himself. I know. I hear. I I, I receive. I know that it's nothing Just evil. like a pastor would say that they got the word from God yes, and they're just preaching absolutely. it back out, stuff like that. I mean, and the fact that I know that I would not be misled and I would not be taken down a path that I'm not supposed to be going down, mm-hmm. it's enough said right there for me. I mean, I, I know. I just, a lot of people say, how, how do you know what gift you have? I don't know how to tell you. Mm-hmm. I just know. And it's like part of my integrated DNA. I mean, that's just who I am. Yeah. We are all children of God. Yeah. And I would never do anything that would dis, uh, lead me the wrong path or take someone else down the wrong way with me. And believe me, there's an e- there is a light and dark side to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. 
and you know when you've hit the dark side. I worked it for 12 years. I was going to say that when you're working, the when you, I guess, number one, were uh, having physical fights with your husband and then working in the prison system, you had to have had a feeling like, boy, this is not syncing up with who I am, with the energy. Absolutely. This is not the right way to go. And in truth, did you all, know that in the, at that time? No, well, ref, I, you know, looking yeah. back, yes. Hindsight, yes. 2020. Absolutely. Because at the time, I thought, I can't quit. I'm not a quitter. I'm not going to give up. I can't do this. I was put here to learn this lesson. When in turn, if I would have been more in tune then in knowing that, hey, wait a minute, this, no, this is not love. This is not, this is not safe. This is, you know, it's easier to go back now, but these, without those lessons, would I be where I am today? Absolutely not. Very true. Absolutely I guess it could be like, could you have learned the lesson easier? Could Probably you've gotten a lesson. But I'm a Leo and Libra <laughs> rising. I'm just going to say I'm an analyzer. Okay. With a fiery passion in everything I do. And so it makes it really hard, not necessarily to learn a lesson, but to tame that flame <laughs> to allow my scales to balance properly. Yeah. So, yeah, it's in doing more of that, understanding my birth chart, understanding my. I mean, a lot of people don't believe in that either, by the way. But right. but understanding that and the, the stars that my energy came through and landed into that vessel whenever I was brought my first breath onto this face of the earth. I mean, mm-hmm. knowing those energies that go with that, guess what? They're all dead on. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, is is proof. Yeah, and that's one of the things. Uh, for me personally, I've, I, I don't discount anything until I've actually experienced it. And usually when I do experience things, I, and this is a very generalized statement, but I, I feel like once I, like with you, I've never, I've always heard like um, the astro- astrological chart, um, your horoscope, all that sort of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, maybe if it works for somebody, great. I don't know. And I never looked any further into it than that. Mm-hmm. I was like, ah, it's just something that girls do. Doesn't yeah. seem like a guy <laughs> thing. Uh, but then whenever I met you and, and you, map this out for me we've, we've only gone through a, a little bit of it uh and i i want to understand it more um it's fascinating right mm-hmm. and it's absolutely because the the science that goes into it i'm yes. not saying like a scientist you know no like i know the no there is the, absolute well you figure back to aristotle when he first started plotting the stars yeah that in itself is miraculous oh yeah it's crazy and how would he have that knowledge right <laughs> that's a whole other subject but i mean seriously that is insane it is but then again, we also didn't have cell phones or TVs or distractions. We didn't have distractions. Yeah, absolutely. All these waves we were flying around, up instead smacking. of looking down. Yeah, and we could actually see the sky. Absolutely. You could see all the stars instead mm-hmm. of the, the light blinding things out. We live in an odd world where we. I, I I wish I could see the sky really well. Oh, my front porch! We get a blaring light coming through we every can't chance. See anything. We can't see a see thing. See a couple stars, and, and that's pretty much it. I, I would. Love to be able to, like, when the Native Americans were living in America. Oh, you could, could you see, imagine the skies? I can't. That's oh. why I think we look at it and look at what they did and think, like, well, so what? I'm looking up. I see the stars. But they, we don't see what they saw. No, no. We don't see the full not. scope. And I Mm-mm. I need to go to an observatory. Like, in, there's that one in Hawaii, I think, that you can, like, really oh. see everything. I lived in Hawaii for four years. I didn't know of anything of the sort. Oh, yeah, the... The, the Czech Observatory or something like that. It's like above the clouds. Like you got to drive. That's insane. Through oh, the probably through Kauai, to to over it. in Kauai. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt. I'm not not sure. on Oahu. I was on that little stink planet. Were you, was that part of the <laughs> Navy? Yes. You were in Hawaii. I was stationed there for the first time. That's where I was first stationed. 
You want to talk about a shocker walking off the plane. We're in the most beautiful place on earth, well, but you're in the army. I'm sure living they... in Altoona, Pennsylvania. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to pull the dumb card here for real when I say this. I was thinking I was going to an island of tiki huts and, you know, stuff like that. It was like, a Walmart. Oh, yeah. there. I was like, <laughs> wow. That's weird to me that they can, like, the, that thing's in the middle of the ocean. Hawaii's in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, and they can get a Walmart there. Like, right? what the heck's going on? How the hell did we do that? Yep, it was Kmart before Walmart, though, I'll mm. tell you that. They, we didn't get a Walmart until a year after I'd been there. Oh, okay. But they quit the erection on that. Boom, up, done. It's like, well, how did you do how? this? How? That's so weird. <laughs> um, oh, so man. this isn't a podcast about Walmart, though. We'll do that <laughs> at another time. Um, but as far as Reiki goes, I guess, because we were going to talk about a couple of different things, and I think... I want to I want to study this chart with you before we have like a full conversation Absolutely about that, will. so I understand it more. But getting into Reiki, uh, uh, just explain to me, I guess, the, what is the history of it? Where did it come from? This is and why? Very old, very very old. This is old Chinese teachings, way 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 back, and that's like sixteen eighty. Oh my God, you're pulling making me pull numbers here. <laughs> I can't remember, but a long time, ago. a long time ago, yeah. and not it, BC though. This is all AD still. That yes, okay, yes, yes. And I'll be the first to say it's been twenty years, so I'm gonna be a little rusty on mm -hmm. this. But I mean, in all actuality, it came from hands on healing, and they some people will say that this is a derivative of Christ healing itself because he was a hands on healer, yeah. and others will poo-poo it so yeah. depending on which route you go but the actual history behind that is it's incredible because it wasn't so precise and defined at the beginning so i mean we're talking hands on certain areas of the body you have a broken arm i'm gonna put my hands on that i can't honestly say i can't heal a broken arm but back then they had many many claims that have done that so to work from that and then you think about the chakras of the body and for those of you who don't know who sh what chakras are they're epicenters of energy on the body starting at the base working your way up from there to the top of the head, which is going to hold your spirit chakra and, you know, so on and so forth. It's the colors of the rainbow. I was really not prepared for this. Can you tell? <laughs> so the colors of the rainbow, starting at the root. I should have prepared you. That's all right. <laughs> I don't, I, I had no plans either. So it's just kind of like it's whatever all good. It's all happens, impromptu. Happens. <laughs> so you figure red being your root. Yeah. You get orange, your sacral. Solar plexus is yellow. So that's like your guttural area. Like we, I like to call it the mama gut. You know, because that's where we feel we know something's not right. So mm -hmm. that's also encompassing of different organs of the body, too. You go to the heart, and then you have your throat chakra, your third eye, and your your, your spirit chakra. Mm -hmm. And each one holds different energies, and each one harbors different organs in the body, like energetically. So that's where those components are. And these scientists, per se, were able to figure out what epicenters actually worked, what organs in the body, and realized when energy is placed in those areas, it prompted healing. So that was huge for them back then. And you figure as back, you know, before any sort of real medicine yeah. it was all the Chinese medicine, which is amazing because, I mean, truthfully, they had it right from the beginning. Yeah. Why but, can't we merge the two? Oh, that's the... And that's and that's what I do. And that's why I, and I, when I say merge, there's certain times for certain medications and there's absolutely no need for a majority of the others. But that's my theory, not yours. I won't push it on you. <laughs> but anyway, back to the chakras. And, and when we place hands in those areas, it actually dispels energy through to allow for healing. So mm -hmm. when they started doing and realizing that, I mean, I think there's 32 ascended masters that are in the lineup in my history right now. When I say ascended people who have passed, 
in my direct history. That you connected to that? My lineage, for lack of a What's the terms. lady's name that you met when you were... Caroline. Is that what you mean? Yes. Like she was a part of the lineage yes, and you're she was carried on? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, whenever my my energies go, I will be added on to that lineage as well. Okay. So that's why lineage is so important when you go through training. It really is. Getting to know your master and getting to understand their way of teaching and then fine-tuning it into your own. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the history, I mean, from that point on, it literally is history. There's there's so much science. I mean, so much science, so much history behind it, dates, times, periods, different ways we went about. And I, it just blew my mind. When she started teaching me a lot of this, I went, oh, it just does make sense. I, do, you know, I, I get it. So, I mean, that being the, the history that I, like I said, I'm horrible at dates. Did you, I had Mr. Uh, Eisenberg in high school. I'm terrible at dates <laughs> Eisenhower, too. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm horrible with dates. Yeah, I, I find history so fascinating, yet I can't remember any dates or names. Mike, do you remember so. that time where, when? Oh, that was with amazing. With that one guy? Yeah. yeah. Know, it's, uh, <laughs> we'll just way. sit here and bob our heads and go, yes. <laughs> but yeah, that's the history that I'm bringing to the table today, but. I mean, in all in all, it just goes back to being connected to source. And I say source being God source energy. Mm-hmm. And it's incredible. But I mean, as far as like the chakras, that's what really stimulated the, the interest and understanding and then fine tuning of all the energetic poles. So there's so much more to what we did, even just this, just a regular attunement. It's insane. And when people talk about energy, because that's another one that people are like, oh boy, somebody's talking about, I I, I used to, I went to a a gym years ago and there was this one lady and she was a workout fanatic. She was in phenomenal shape, Uh, but she was a little, a little kooky. I don't know what what her story was, (laughs) but she would say like, you know, she was going to do bench press and she was like, oh, I can't go over there right now. The energy's bad on the bench press machine, bench press machine. And I was like. Okay, lady, I'm gonna go work out over here because you're scaring me. Like, <laughs> I'd love to know what people think and say about me at times. I'll tell you because <laughs> I do that. Well, I do mean, you keep it in your head though, or are you telling them like, well, well I don't know. More so since I've like, like that I hamburger. Said, the energy on that hamburger is bad. I'm gonna go with the chicken is, sandwich. That's there. really bad energy. <laughs> Stick to the vegan stuff as much right, as you can. Yeah. But well, no, that, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Well. <laughs> but um, yeah, th- there there's so many people out there that do that nowadays. But a lot of people don't realize they'll just say it because they hear other people say it. Mm-hmm. When I say it, I mean it. Like, I won't walk into an area if I know there's something funky energetically. I just feel it in my bones. I A lot of the times, if I'm not, like, paying attention, I will hear her. My grandmother will yell at me and say, no, and I'll stop and go, what the oh, hell? Geez. And Anna, my um, right-hand lady at the at my yeah at my office, if I could spit it out, she will say to me, I'll have to look at her and I'll say, did you hear that? And she'll, she'll go, yes, I heard that. Or, no, I didn't. Because there's times where I'm like, whoa, whoa, what was that? And she's like, they didn't hear that one. <laughs> but I mean, I do. I hear, and it's not a bad thing. I get messages all the time from Divine. Wow. But I don't sit here and talk to them in my head like crazy people. <laughs> that's why I said I'd love to know at times what some people think because they're like, ooh. Well, that's like, like, man, it would be like, you know, you meet somebody and you, you're – so connected like you're like oh i really love what they do and then on the right on the edge you're like they're, maybe they're crazy or maybe they're like really connected or maybe they're like kind of nuts some you know what the, i mean and it balances some back of the and forth most amazing people i met were crazy we're right on the borderline but were they crazy that's the better question yeah i mean seriously i'm not kidding you some of those boys and i say boys but the men in the prison that were in the psych wards like the the 
the, the crazy areas we don't like to go to but yeah and they would be in there and they'd just be talking to themselves and sometimes i would get to that point of an epiphany be like is he really insane or is he really talking sense and i'd be like oh good lord i gotta get out of here leave because it's sometimes those energies that get you sucked in and you fall so what it's, do you think that is? Being being a person who practices and lives in energy, right? That's a very big part of your life. What oh. what is that? Like when somebody is crazy like that? I mean, is it a mental problem or is it like? Well, a, this I mean, there's, whole, there's a million answers. For yeah, that, but there's so a whole whole other chapter. But I mean, truthfully, a lot of the like we'll start with one. We'll talk with one. When I say it does not mean crazy, but different people. Mm -hmm. So children that are. Um, on the autistic spectrum. Mm -hmm. I worked with them for about two years at the last place I was working at. And I did notice that with each one of those autistic children, that their auras were not placed on the body like yours and eyes. They were lifted. And so if you were, if I were to draw a picture, a silhouette of a body, mm -hmm. and then an, an identical silhouette, mm -hmm. you take that second silhouette, raise it about six inches. So their, their aura was raised about six inches above their body, and they weren't rooted to the ground. So that, to me, tells me that they were a little displaced. And to be quite honest with you, I don't have an answer for that. But mm -hmm. I did see that on all of them. There's theories. There's a lot of theories. A lot of people think that autistic children are of a different world. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people think that it's dietary. Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of a combination of everything. Yeah. They're the, yeah it's always in the middle somewhere. We kind of like to refer to them almost as like crystal children. And I say that because they're gifted. Right. They are gifted in ways that we aren't. They tap into a part of the brain that you and I can't. Yeah. And, and therefore they have limitations on other parts because their yes. their powers are somewhere else. That's yeah. why they're they're very emotional and, mm -hmm. and very intelligent. Ungrounded. Usually. Ungrounded. Yes, because it, the emotions would flow a little easier if their aura was actually connected to the earth, oh, to Mama okay. Earth. And then dispelling and replacing constantly that constant cyclic nature we have. I mean, we pull all of our energy in through our left foot. And it processes it out through the right. It's like that dual pol polarity, or like a wall socket. So that's why it's important to get outside and put your feet on the dirt. Hey, you were telling me. I did that this past week. I was Isn't outside. It? It's amazing. And I was stretching and I took my shoes off and walked through my, my yard. It's amazing. And yeah, it felt really, really good. It, it literally, that's why animals go outside. I don't know if you knew that either. I mean, dogs and cats have to be outside. That's why I feel so bad for these cats that get stuck in the home, you know, and they can't leave and go outside because yeah. they need a place to put their feet to dispel all that electromagnetivity. Yeah, yeah, that word right there. Electromagnetivity. <laughs> it's, it's been slow. a long day. <laughs> but yeah, they have to actually dispel their energies. Otherwise, they can get bolt you know did you ever see the dogs with zoomies oh yeah the zoomies, oh that's yeah. exactly what that is they have to run off that energy i get the zoomies inside yeah. i i like you in the winter time <laughs> oh i get my my wife gets so mad at me i get so antsy i'm like i can't be in the house i can't sit and watch tv i just i have to we have to go do something i will tell you one great thing for that and this is just me being the the woo woo person i am keep a bucket of sand and when you start to feel that just that jazzy going about you, take and put your feet in it. I have a lot of people that come into the crystal store and they're like, well, I can't handle it. I feel kind of dizzy. Why does it make me feel dizzy in here? So there's a lot of electricity, a lot of energy going through. They'll go over and put their hand in the sand bucket. And it actually helps to take and balance energies through. They mm. pull their hands out and they're like, oh, I feel so much better. <laughs> I can't tell you how many people cry when they walk through that front door. Really? Yeah. And they come in wow. and they look at the crystals and they just start tearing up. And then I hear, I mean, I find it a blessing. I love to hear people's stories, but I get 30,000 stories a week from people that walk through those doors. 
all their, you know, woes and troubles and how can I do this? What can you do to help me with that? Yeah. And I guess that's how you can kind of get misconstrued as something like, because you're not there to fix all their problems. Nope. You're not there to be a psychologist or nope. a therapist or anything like that. You're just using yourself as like, like you said, a tuning fork mm -hmm. for whatever to come through you. Yep. So people would look at something, I guess somebody who does tarot card readings or does what you do and they think, boy, they're, they're really messing with people's lives. Like you're jumping in oh, there and, and pulling t things out of them and then filling them up with, you know, your own, I don't know, interpretation of the story or the answer, whatever that might be. But mm -hmm. on, and some people might be doing that. That and, might be what they're, they're actually doing. And a lot reality. of people that show up wanting that, I put right. that fire out quick. I'm not here to fix they you. They want you to answer their, yeah. they need somebody to fix them. This is not my lesson to learn. And then that's where the psychologist, quote unquote, comes, has to come out and say, listen, this is not what I'm here. I'm here to guide you. Yeah. If you want my help, I can help you with that. But I cannot fix you. Just as, I mean, we have to fix our own selves. We can go to 9,000 different people. But Coach, until you're ready to be fixed. Absolutely. But you know when. You know when you're ready and or when you think you're ready and then yeah. you show up and you're like, well, dude, I'm not ready yet. <laughs> you walk away and then you come back months later. I mean, sometimes that happens. Yeah. It's frustrating. It is. Because you want to be you want to be ready. Absolutely. And if you're like me, but you're like, I think in your sign shows that you're not very patient as well. I wanted it three days ago. <laughs> I don't want it right now. I wanted it three days ago. Yeah, we're Americans. Of yes, course we want it right absolutely. now. Absolutely. <laughs> instant gratification. Yeah. And in, in the world of Amazon and... Yeah. <laughs> Two days and it's at your door. <laughs> well, I was just, um, this This is off topic, but on topic. Like people building um, like uh, over monasteries or whatever, building coliseums, or I can't think of the right term right now, but they'll start building a, be a beautiful giant structure knowing they're going to die before they ever see the completion of it. So sometimes what you are doing here is not even for you. Mm -mm. It's for somebody else. Absolutely. And I think that's pretty powerful. That's huge. And that also is very difficult for us, human, for a human, like for our, our lifespan to comprehend, which, I mean, if you believe in reincarnation, then that, that could, I have so many million, a million questions. I'm just going to try to stay on one path here. But like I, the fact that you were put here to, to maybe move forward because maybe your son or your daughter or somebody you're connected to in the future is going to do something because of what Absolutely. you were here we to help them connected. do. We are all connected in one way, shape, or form. So acting like we're like super important and we're going to be the one doing the thing might not even be the case. Yep. You're just here to guide the system along and, and to move it forward absolutely my biggest thing is is you know i still i still don't know what i want to be when i grow up <laughs> and i say that all the time because it's constant constantly redeveloping every day and i say that in a slight way but it's true i mean everything that i do isn't just for me though i know that i'm building a platform for might not be for my son more sons i should say it might be for one of their children yeah to, because i mean it skipped my mother's when i say skipped her generation her sisters and her pretty much all ignored it so it went from my grandmother to me so okay. i mean i can't honestly say that what i'm doing isn't going it's going to impact everybody yes absolutely i wouldn't be but doing who's it otherwise. meant for like, absolutely yeah. what's the end result in this is the big thing for me, and it, I don't have an answer. Where does reincarnation play into all this? Is that just something else that you believe along with this, or well, how did that? It, scientifically, if you think about it, energy never dies. Okay. So you can never just okay that the atoms they never die; they're constantly there. They're just mm -hmm. pulled, redirected, and, and made into something new. Yeah, so how else. can we be so human to think that we don't come back in energetic form? I mean. I, I, that that's me that's me and I 
And but why would we come back here, I guess, would be my question. We don't necessarily. If you think so about re- it, it, it could be reincarnation be, somewhere else. And it could be something else. And it right. could be different cosmos for that oh, matter. Okay. If All you right. think about so it. So that is, is, reincarnation is not based on just the earth. No. Okay. It's energetic force. Because, yeah, when you over. die, your, en- your energy leaves and it stays. Mm-hmm. It's, it's still there. Yep. But it can go anywhere. It goes I guess. anywhere. And it can dispel. Okay. And I mean, so, I mean, it's not like you're one being, in yeah. my mind. You are atoms that just, oh, and then okay. they float. I can honestly say, whenever my grandmother passed, I knew, I knew she was going to die. She told me. She says, I'm going to be leaving at this time, and I'm going to be leaving from that corner of the room. And I knew... And mind you, that I think we had this conversation where my aunt's like, you didn't talk to her. I said, yes, I did. She goes, you guys stood there and stared at each other. You didn't say a word. She told me millions of things. I mean, to the oh, point where yeah. I thought I was there for three hours. And I was there for seven minutes. And it's like, okay. So I knew she was leaving. And she said she was leaving out this area. Her aura was purple. She left a purple mark on the wall as she went out. <laughs> it's like incredible. So to me, to be able to see that stuff, I have to believe. I, you, I can't not see that. But other people not able to see that, they can poo-poo it all day long. So, I mean, when you go back to one of the original questions, you said, you know, what do you say when people don't believe you? I don't care. Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> like, I mean. Well, I, my wife has migraines, right? And it's like, I can't. It, it's difficult because you can't see the migraines. Mm-hmm. And it's oh. like, I know she's in pain. I can tell by the way she's acting. But it's difficult when you can't physically see the thing migraines are, so yeah you, it's wicked like, yeah i mean i wouldn't know except through her i i've only ever had what i think could have been a migraine once i wouldn't be able to tell you but but the, I'm, I'm comparing it to what you yeah. do is like sure i can believe that you do see all of it but i'll never be able to truly find out right i mean there's how, a chance i mean there are some people that come in late to their development and they can't see things like that oh, okay. so it's all about spiritual enlightenment and what it is you were meant to be here to do i mean looking you know i know that you're meant to be in just by looking at your chart that you're meant to be in the spotlight you and you're very very much you're, you're trying so hard to understand your such your yeah i almost said sexuality spirituality <laughs> <laughs> sorry is, about that one just going back to the toys you used to <laughs> yeah, sell <or> maybe <laughs> so <laughs> but yeah if you look at it for me i look at this and i go this is what you are to it, what i know you to be mm. but i also see the dark side you know mm-hmm. so i mean it, we'll, we'll have to sit on this because i'm excited yeah, yeah it's really interesting it. Well, let's wrap it up and go through it because okay. I can learn more. <laughs> then we can yes. have another one later on and we'll talk more about it. Absolutely. Um, is there anything that we didn't cover that you'd like? To, I guess, I mean, promote your business a little bit. Tell people about um, where they can oh, find you. Downtown and... Holidaysburg, right behind the juice bar. If you guys are familiar with juice, I mean, literally, you could walk through their store and hit the back door. And that's the side door to my office. Now, this could be worldwide. Too, so think about that. Yeah. Like anybody oh, could listen yeah. to this anywhere. So if you're from central Pennsylvania, that's, that's where you're going to go. Yeah, right beside Black Dog's Cafe. Now, if they want to find you, like, are you on social media? I am. I okay. am on Facebook. It's CC Wellness Center, I believe. CC Wellness Center. And okay. also at, on Instagram. And I, that's my biggest passion is keeping people motivated and moving forward in a spiritual realm. Now, mind you, uh, we try to keep an understanding that we are going to have some R ratings on some of my posts. <laughs> I say that in a sense of bad words. So, and yeah. I, I, I'm real. I, I speak for fluent French, so <laughs> <laughs> so there are some posts, but yeah, take it, take your time, check it out. It's it's incredible. I really love sharing inspirational um, mantras, I guess you could call them. 
So yeah, de- definitely check me out. You're on um, camera doing. I haven't watched any of your stuff. I, I do have do a couple. No, it's funny as I would. Are you typing? It's all just words. That usually. is all wording. Um, mm. I did have an Enchanted Sisters page, which I was with my ex business partner. We kind of shut that down. Had a ton of videos on there. So Tracy's been on me. She wants me to do some more videos. It's not a matter of wanting to do them. I love doing them. I love talking. Can you tell? So what's the issue? <laughs> the issue is time, time at this moment. Yeah. yeah. So finding the time to sit. Um, my son is. He's moving out on the 1st of September, so I get my office back. Oh, okay. Yes. I love him dearly. But it's time to <laughs> but get it's out. it's time to get my office back. <laughs> so I'll have a place to record then. Cool. I mean, right, as of right now, it's kind of... I think one of the most p- impactful things that people can do, and I, I, I've have been forcing myself to do it lately, and what I've been doing lately is just recording videos and not releasing them, because I like, I love motivational videos and people like just telling you know their stories or whatever is inside of their head that could impact them because it impact it could impact somebody else because it impacted them at the same time i also don't want to feel like a douche so i'm like (laughs) i don't want to make all these me 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 me. yeah Yeah, it's me i yeah so i i'm i i've been forcing myself to get past that i'm fine doing podcasts i'm fine you know doing funny stuff when it comes to all the other stuff in my head that i want to talk about i'm i'm bringing myself to do it by I, I've recorded video a bunch of videos and I I put a couple on my Instagram but for the most part I still have them just saved on my phone because I'm just practicing getting used hey, to doing it because I want because I feel like and you know I, I, if it helps one person and if it, if that one Perfect. person's even you absolutely right I mean just video being able dialogue to, yep, yeah that's amazing just being able to go back and 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 recount what you've learned and and just kind of like your experiences is very beneficial and therapeutic for yourself that's one of the things this podcast has helped me with so if you can do that for other people and, and be willing to put it. that out mm-hmm. there it's huge and a lot of people I think want to do it right they have like especially people who have a lot of experience like mm-hmm. you do like you want to get that out but a lot of people feel like I don't want to annoy people or burden them or I don't know how I'm going to come off what I'm going to sound is... like what I'm going to look like and man if you can get past that and just start doing it I watched your one I think you were talking <clears> about it doesn't matter what you look like it doesn't matter where you're at just do it just get oh, out there and yeah. do it. I think you had that was it on Facebook maybe yeah I did do some and I, I've been I did, off and on yeah I did see one like that I mean it's true though I mean that's my, one of my biggest things I'm like well my hair doesn't look good today <laughs> so I'm not going to do this that's yeah. Make excuses exactly. all the time. I mean, yeah. and that was in the beginning. And then it got to the point where it's like, you know what? I have an amazing camera ring light that makes <laughs> me look like a supermodel. Awesome. And so I will do them then. Yeah. But yeah, no, it truly is. It's time. You've got one of those amazing lights right there. Yeah, I do have a ring light. I need to use it. I barely ever use it. It just kind of sits there. I mean, I have these lights set up. But yep. yeah, there's the, the internet's created a powerful world of um, inspiration. And I, I use it every day. I, if I'm feeling in a funk or whatever like oh i wake, my gosh. woke up in the morning and just put a podcast on that who's was, your favorite oh geez uh so uh Nothing. i love i love joe rogan yes oh gosh and, yes. and the people he brings into his mm-hmm. world half the reason i'm doing this podcast is because i've listened to him for millions of hours um tony robbins yes. one of my favorites of all time uh ty lopez is somebody who i love uh gary vandercheck I'm, i like some of his stuff some of it's like just a little bit too I, I don't know I think I need to get more into him but uh Tim Ferriss is a big one um uh, Dale Carnegie but the books I mean never I don't know what his speaking stuff was like but uh yeah there's a lot of different people that I just I go right to them I'm like oh I, I know what I need and so, I know they're gonna give that give me that thing that I need what about you who are um, it's funny because I'm listening yours are all male 
but that's okay because mine are almost all female. Yeah, I can't. I can't find. I've never found a female oh that I gosh. resonated with. Gabby Bernstein. Gabby Bernstein. She is amazing. Okay. She's like my girl crush. I love her. Her okay. and Rebecca Campbell. Okay. The, now those two, they're very limited on what they have podcast wise, but they also do YouTube's. So I mean, they're all over thousands of Gabby Bernstein's. Okay. She is an amazing powerhouse female speaker. Who she's the one that wrote Universe Has Your Back. Okay. Incredible book. If you've not read it, get it. Read it. I love it. Share it. Um, but Rebecca Campbell, she wrote Rise, Sister, Rise. And it's all about empowering that female energy within and bringing yourself back up. So again, I, of course, she's a female. I connect with her. Mm. But I know so many men that have read her books that are incredible. Oh, okay. um, Lisa Lister, she's another. She's a little dark. I love her. She's very my my um, my alter ego side of things. She's incredible. But, oh, my gosh, the list goes on and on. There's. Yeah, it's funny. I don't have any girls on my list, and I should. Those three, you should. Okay, I'm going to mark saying. them down and start checking them out. Yeah, and it's nothing. It's not a well, sexist you relate. thing. It's you relate just, yeah. to men going through the same thing that you may be going through, just yeah. as I relate with the females. Yeah, exactly. No, Tony Robbins, I will say, he's an amazing. Joe Rogan, I love for entertainment. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, when it comes down to that spiritual, let's get into the, the gunk of everything and start drugging through things, that's where I go. Gabby Bernstein, Rebecca Campbell, and Lisa Lister. Okay. All incredible books, too. Cool. I'll check that. I'm going to write those down as soon as we're done here. Um, thank you very much, Lynn. You're welcome. Thanks this for having me. I know. It was a lot of fun. So let's, okay, we're going to go over the chart, and then we'll come back again for another podcast and talk about how, Absolutely. Uh, what my, my planets are, or I don't know. Where to, you're aligned and you're ascending and descending and all that fun stuff, what yeah. nodes you may have. Yeah, it's all foreign gibberish now, but you'll understand it when we're cool. done. Cool. I can't wait. All right. Awesome. Thanks from uh, Lynn Faust, Crystal Clear Wellness. Yes. Why did I say it weird? Crystal Clear it's Wellness. It's a tongue twister. It is kind of a tongue twister. So we say CC Wellness sometimes. Okay. <laughs> it's just easier. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you next time. Thanks. Bye. Fascinating conversation with Lynn Faust. Thank you, Lynn. Crystal Clear Wellness. You can find uh, her. You can find her business online. You can go on Facebook and search Crystal Clear Wellness. You can also go to lynnfaust.com. That's L-Y-N-N-F-A-U-S-T in case you couldn't find it in the title of this episode uh, but I loved a lot of what we talked about I loved all that we talked about to be honest with you and hopefully uh, if you were not a believer this helped maybe steer you in the direction because I'm into many different kinds of, of healing right and, and I believe in energy I believe in um, and I, I didn't know much about astrology before this but through Lynn and what she's teaching me uh, the power of energy and the power of your chakras and, and everything that, that she uh, brings into this world it's not that she brought it all into the, this world, but <laughs> she played a, a, a major part just for me understanding what it was all about. So she's like, you know, a medium. Like she says, she's like a tuning fork for the ether, for, uh, you know, uh, the, the spirit above God, whatever you want to call it. You can use whatever term you choose to use. Uh, but I, I just like to, to dive into things that I don't know a lot about to find out if I like them, to find out if they interest me, to find out if they're legitimate, and Lynn helped to legitimize this for me. So we'll talk to her more, have another episode with her in the studio. Uh, we're going to talk more about astrology and my astrological signs and what that all means, because I've never paid attention to any of that, so I'm super excited to find out about it. Uh, but also, you know, if you listen to this podcast and you like what I do and you want to support the podcast, you can donate as little as one doll hair. One doll hair at patreon.com forward slash Rob Z Radio. Any money donated to the podcast automatically goes back in 
to the podcast. Plus, I'll give you a personal phone call. We'll chat, see what your life is like, see what you're all about. And if you've got something interesting, you know, you can even come on the show. It's an easy way to have me get a hold of you. Patreon.com forward slash Rob Z Radio. And also for everything about me, for my social media marketing agency, for my adventures with my son Max, for all podcast episodes, and my own personal story, you can go to robzradio.com. Until next time, zebras. Peace, man. This is Rob Z Radio. That's brutal.